0: Hey everybody. Welcome to Macintosh. And Mod. haven't seen what? The podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana. And I'm David. And we've got a quick special episode. Since we've been on hiatus for a while, we have not been talking about the current movies we've been seeing. So we have some catch up to do.
1: And just so you know, this season we are moving back to... Talking about each new movie each week.
0: Yeah, we're going to tag them on to our movies as we release them. We're just going to get back to it. We liked it. It's a little bit easier. And then we don't create this backlog. And then we're like, oh, wait, that movie. We have. We have a backlog. So we're going to talk about movies. Six movies. Shit. All right. So the first one we actually saw a while ago, but it was in the middle of the Oscar crazy. We saw The Lego Movie 2.
1: The second part.
0: The second part.
1: It's been five years since everything was awesome, and the citizens are facing a huge new threat. Lego duplo invaders from outer space,
0: wrecking everything faster than they can rebuild. So, we took our kids to this one, of course, and they really enjoyed it. It was a tad too long. Mm. Tad. It, was, it was maybe 15 minutes too long. Yeah,
1: it didn't have the same
0: charm as the
1: other one, but and it- yet it did. Oh, Apocalypseburg has my heart Apocalypseburg, forever.
0: Apocalypseburg, Queen Whatever, Wanabe is mm-hmm. amazing. They have a fabulous song.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: That is great. I will not sing it because it's mean, mm-hmm. um, but it's great. I just enjoyed it. It had it just was a different story. Yeah, no, I went all the Lego toys. We saw the first film four times in the theater, and we took our daughter, who was two and a half so it was really fun to take her, and like there's a bunch of little callbacks, to, like it's been five years. And our daughter, Lucy, there's Lucy Wild style, who is all like, it's me. I'm five years older now. I'm seven. Yep. And now we have her little brother and taking him. And then the brother sister dynamics within the movie were really fun. So it was really enjoyable for us to get to go experience that. Go yeah. see it. Go see it. It's fun. Next up, I saw Isn't It Romantic?
1: A young woman disenchanted with love mysteriously finds herself trapped inside a romantic comedy.
0: Yeah, so I I took a personal day. I was like, I'm going to the movies. So I went to go see this one by myself. And it is so fun. It's kind of like both anti-romantic comedy while also being, I love romantic comedies. And it's just so fun. Rebel Wilson is great. Uh, Liam Hemsworth is adorable. He gets to have his actual accent which he rarely does. So that's fun. So we have two Aussies. And, you know, it's just, it's really, I am enjoying the return to romantic comedies being enjoyable. And this one has a slightly different twist that is very pro-ladies, and I love it.
1: I have nothing to add to this conversation.
0: You'll be watching it when it's streaming and you'll enjoy it. Sure.
1: Yeah. Next up, The Beach Bum. A
0: rebellious stoner named Moondog lives life by his own rules. We, we got to see a sneak preview of this movie uh, that had a, a QA and a after, and we left during the Q&A because I hated this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Harmony Kareen is always hit or miss with everyone. Right, he well, just is.
0: They need to stop giving him money to make films because they say nothing and they're garbage and they're not entertaining while you watch them.
1: My problem was that there's probably 30 minutes of this movie that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. I do actually enjoy the vantage point and the idea he's going for with it.
0: He tells no story. Oh, yes, he does, though. He created interesting characters. I'll give him that. But he tells no story. So please do not spend your money on this film. It deserves (laughs) none of your money. Snoop Dogg is quite entertaining.
1: Snoop Dogg is incredible in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I've got to say... I understand that McConaughey is doing nothing brand new with this role, Mm -mm. but he's doing it perfectly.
0: That's fine. This is garbage.
1: There is some value to that. And I also like the vibe that is created to some extent with the idea of being in Florida and the Keys. That is something that does not get portrayed really ever in a realistic fashion. I'm fine with that. There is something about the environment and the ambiance that I actually was charmed by. I'm not charmed by some of the more problematic aspects, which I'm not going to dive into. But there's some things about it that I wished they just stayed away from entirely in the story. Just don't give it your money. All right. Next up, we saw Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when Earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two
0: alien races. This was so fun. It takes place in 1995. So, like, this is my childhood. All of the music cues are fabulous. <laughs> the Stan Lee making by far my favorite cameo ever. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so fun. It was it was a great film. The way everyone talked about Wonder Woman and being just like, tears, because you know, it's a female empowerment. I didn't get a lot of that when I saw Wonder Woman. I thought it was a good film and I liked it. You could definitely tell that a woman made that movie. Yeah. This film gave me that vibe where it's just like, oh my God, it's a story about a girl just being a badass and like her emotions can be a weakness, but they can also be this huge strength. And it's so fucking cool and fun and I loved it and I want to see it again. I
1: will say that maybe my favorite part of this movie... Isn't even Carol Danvers, it's the buddy cop comedy involving one Samuel L. Jackson.
0: <laughs> yes. Retro Nick Fury without his eye patch is great. We get to see the origin of his his eye issue. It's great. It's totally worth it. Please go see this. It is fun. Next up we saw
1: us. A family serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorize them.
0: So yeah, this is Jordan Peele's follow-up to get out. So
1: much noise has been made about this movie already.
0: But I want to say this. You cannot go into this movie expecting it to be like Get Out.
1: It is not in any way. Because it
0: is not. And that is not a criticism of either film. It's just even so like we saw this a couple weeks ago, but this film is still like developing for me. Like I'm still dissecting it, which is great.
1: Get Out was a visceral experience
0: and it had a very had some very clear messages that if you allowed it to wash
1: over you mm-hmm. you got the full effect mm-hmm. of it you wanted to go watch it again yes. obviously it values repeat watching mm-hmm. but get out makes such a bold statement in such a visceral way that you get it us is so cerebral
0: it really is and it it really like i like i'm st- like i'm still having trouble but i i liked it i liked watching it It does have a lot of the horror film stuff in it that you'll enjoy. It has Jordan Peele's perfect balance of comedy within the horror. Some wonderful homages to other horror films. I do have to say this. There is a set of twin blonde girls in the film. Do you know who those twin girls are? No. They are the girls who played Emma Green on Friends all grown up. Ross and Rachel's baby. I found that really enjoyable because I'm a huge Friends fan. It just made me happy.
1: In terms of acting, give Lupita the Oscar now.
0: She's amazing. She's
1: so insanely good. Winston Duke is insanely good.
0: He's yeah, he's also fabulous. And the kids the are kids, nuts. Kids are great.
1: All of our actors really push it out there mm-hmm. with Elizabeth Moss and Tim Heidecker. Everybody's acting their asses off in it. And I think just watching it from that perspective, I really enjoyed it initially, Mm -hmm. but I'm recognizing I was like, I got no message from this movie. I just know I liked it and I need to see it about eight more times before I can really form an opinion about it.
0: I just need to think about this more and just not try to compare it to Get Out because it's not the same film and it's trying to tell me something else, but I'm not sure what exactly that is. And I think that's okay. And also... Amazing, because how often do you go see a movie and you're just like, well that was great, and then you leave and you don't think about it anymore yeah. unless you're us and we analyze everything to death. Finally, Shazam. Shazam.
1: This this bio is so stupid. Mm-hmm. We all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam, the streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into the adult superhero, Shazam. <laughs>
0: Oh, IMDb
1: synopses. Whoever wrote this was writing the worst copy ever.
0: Okay, so she's so fun. Super fun. Major, major content trigger warnings for abandonment issues. Ooh, lordy. They they do talk a lot about foster families. And also, just it's hard. It's hard.
1: Also, just issues of kind of neglect and just familial issues in general,
0: just non bio families. It all ends happy and good, but there were some turns they took that I feel like you went for emotional manipulation where you could have gone with a way to have that have the same impact, but without it being so emotionally devastating. And that was like my only like,
1: they push it to the extreme when they don't need to. They don't need to.
0: Um, great performances by Zachary Levi and Jack Dylan Grazer. They're great. Yeah. It's just so fun. It feels very much like Deadpool without being almost X-rated.
1: But on the other hand, I will say this it is corny. I was not prepared for it to be that corny. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it for that. I just wasn't ready. And so I feel like know that it's gonna be real bubblegum comic booky mm-hmm. while still having that little bit of teen edge. And if you kind of get that balance then you can properly ex- get in mm-hmm. there and, and enjoy it. I think otherwise people think, oh, I'm going to get this fun, sarcastic movie. And it was like, oh, it's very earnest.
0: Yes. And that's okay. It was. Fu- it, it, I think it has the right tone for the character that they're portraying. Yeah. And that's also, especially with DC, this is not a tone we've seen from DC. They don't do like happy <laughs> at all. So I would say it's not good for the under 13 crowd. It does have some slightly uh, not quite adult but more mature themes in there too, and comments and stuff. Well, <sighs> let's
1: get excited for more and more horror because that's all we're going to get for a while.
0: Oh, goodness! Yeah, we have a there's uh, well, we've got Hellboy coming. I'm super excited about that. Pet
1: Cemetery is already out.
0: Yeah, we're gonna go see that soon. Then, of course, the big giant thing is going to be Avengers Endgame hmm Which I don't know why people are freaking out about getting tickets. Like, <laughs> I don't understand this. Then also that film Under the Silver Lake that we were so excited about last year, it's finally coming out.
1: Yeah, I'm not excited about that at all, because if you push it back that far, that means there are
0: problems. No, it's just every time they were putting it out, it was up against something that was going to blow it out of the water. We shall see. We it's shall a smaller see. film, but it looked really cool. Then we've got Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Which I would never see, but Lord and Miller. Yeah, I just, I can't help myself. And then there's The Hustle, which is a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which was a staple in my home.
1: Oh boy, like, that movie looks bad. It
0: does, but I can't not see it. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I I can't, I kind of want to see John Wick 3, but I haven't seen the other we two. We have to see John Wick 1 and two first. We can make that happen. no. I don't know. Other people love them. It's probably right up our alley.
1: Don't commit us to more franchises. It's just two.
0: It's just two, David. Uh, We've got Aladdin coming out, which Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Booksmart, Man, which, again, I don't know how I feel about that. And then Late Night, the Mindy Kaling movie that's coming out. I'm super excited for that. And then, of course... Men in black. <laughs> Two of our favorite people ever. Mm-hmm. Two of our most favorite, most attractive people in the world. I'm yeah. so excited. And then like eight billion more things. But so that's just the first like like it's just gonna be a lot of punchy action films for the next few months. And I am okay with that. Well shit, after all the Kubrick, yes. The Kubrick, and then we're going right into Bond. So it's just gonna be punchy, punchy, punchies. It's gonna be fun. I'm yeah. super excited. All right, well until next time.